Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. Roll the intro. So whether you're on the cricket ground, Lang Park or the bush, you still gotta run, you still gotta tackle, and the scrums are not the same push. You give it some, you give some more, and you really give your all. Playing rugby league football, it's the greatest game of all. This episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of team wear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia. Hey, mate. Hey, hey how's it going, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. That's good. So basically, I've got nine questions and then a, little, then a few quick-fire trivia questions, if that's all good. Okay, that's cool. That's where it does. I'm, so, I'm on the mobile, so hopefully it doesn't sound too weak, are we? No, mate, it's all good. It's all good. All right, so, cool. First question is, you made your first grade debut for the Panthers in 87. What was that like for you in the week leading up to it? Uh, just making my debut was so exciting as a kid. You dream about it. Um, and also, I'm a, I'm a para, Parramatta junior, so coming through the Penrith ranks. Yep. And my, uh, it was just gave me an opportunity. Um, yeah, I was my good mate, Mark Guy, MG. I, yeah, I know he's on his show the other day, but he, he got graded before me, so it took me a little bit to get graded. But when my opportunity um, was available, um, I loved it. Oh, nice. Uh, second question is, you then moved to South Sydney at the end of the 1990 season. You were selected for the Australian team to tour Great Britain. Before even being selected for New South Wales, was that a shock to you or etc.? Like, What was that feeling like for you? Well, uh, a lot of people um, don't understand that in through that year, in 1990, South Sydney, um, I ended up playing for Australia in a one-off test. Oh, okay. In parks of all places. Um, there was a one-off test against France. Yep. And... That weekend, Ian Roberts, uh, up against Ian Roberts, and um, I gave him a, a bit of a whack. Yep. And then I, I was working the next day, and back then, yeah, we had that, we had that jobs. And yeah, of course. And come out, I was a roof climber, actually, and she goes, uh, this, uh, who's out here? Is it Mark? Is it me? Like, well, she goes, oh, there's a phone call for you. And I thought, gee whiz, someone's dead, you know? And yep. Back then, you didn't know what was going on. Yep. He said, he just made the showing, so... And due to what happened, Ian Roberts, unfortunately, he got selected without injured. They reckon it should be. And I bozoed Bob and said, I want to get the kid who got him, and that was me, and then I made me the boo. So, you know, the place you country before with New South Wales was um, something special. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, question three is you played for Manly and played in all three grand finals, one win from three. What was it like winning the 96 grand final? Yeah, you look back at all three. Um, we should have won all three. You know, 95, you know, we lost three games that year. One of them was a grand final yep. against the Bulldogs. Um, we beat that side 30 nil throughout the year. I oh, don't know what happened. Out. It was just one of those things. Yep. We won the second one, 16 8, and the Newcastle one. Oh, mate, they're saying it's the best in a grand final. Um, well, you can stick that. Seriously, you, know, we, we, you just don't, you don't end up losing games um, like that, you know, especially. Uh, when you, when you, yeah, we're leading by so much. Um, exactly. Yeah. It just proves the, um, just proves to, uh, see that the game goes for full eighty minutes, not seventy nine and forty five seconds. Exactly. I was going to say, um, 
uh, that also sort of followed into the question as in what was what went on during the 97 grand final whether it was just a freak thing that they come back from behind but that sort of settled that question out um where did the nickname spud originate uh spud well all well, my uh, mates uh used to call me boxhead always used to have a flat top yeah i got really small eyes they used to call me china and, uh, <laughs> i used to eat a lot of potatoes when i was at Penrith trying to make first grade and uh when I got to South Sydney, I walked in and because yep. they had a really good game in '89, leading going down to going down to South, and um, I walked in there and they said, oh, "Here comes Spud," and I looked out my shoulder and they looked. I said, "No, you, you bullfuck! You're the one who eats sixteen potatoes." And <laughs> I used to eat sixteen potatoes. Oh, um, far out! For a game, big ones too. Oh wow! But just in my head, I thought this was doing me injustice, um, but unfortunately, um, uh, no, well, fortunate. I ended up getting the nickname out of it, mate. So I've got a nickname. Nice. Um, this one's touch, touching on a possibly controversial topic. No, I'm not sure. During your time playing, you had what seemed to be a feud with Paul Harrigan. Is that still a thing? Have you reconciled? Or was it made out to be worse than it actually was by the media? Oh, that's um, good. That's good. Yeah, I, I just think uh, when, it's amazing how we've got that um, rivalry and, and yep, it's one of those things you don't you'll never see that again. You'll oh God, no! Do you won't see it in the modern game? No, you don't. I think <laughs> so much. back when we were playing. Yep. It was um, it was a it was a bone on the ground. I had to get it before him, and then most times, yeah, you know, we'd be fighting over the bone. It was a ridiculous amount of fights we used to have. Yep. But the confrontations, um, you know that that that. That smash up in '95. Oh, where yep. He tried to take me from a kickoff. Um, if you look at that vision, uh, how did I get up? I don't um, know. <laughs> people don't understand that my background, as I said, I'm from the west suburbs of Sydney. My dad's uh, dad always said to me, "Never show your hurt, always get up." And I was more worried about my dad jumping the fence and kicking me up the backside. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, he got me good. He got me good. But at the end of the day, mate, you can, it's like in life, mate. If someone gives you a good whack, you can't say, "Oh, mate, great hit." You should get up, look him in the face, and he's going to—he's going to think to himself, "Mate, I've just hit him with a brick. Yep. He hasn't moved." Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's uh, mind over matter. Yeah, nah, fair enough. Um, is there anything you miss and don't miss about the game? I've been now retired twenty years. I do miss all of the mateship and uh, camaraderie and all that sort of stuff. Um, yep. I, I, I miss team aspect stuff. That's why I'm like I've got a gym now. I love—I'm love, um, still the most competitive player in the world at fifty-two <laughs> years of age. Oh wow. But it's it's like a it's a little team here, you know. But I, I don't miss injuries. I'm, I'm still recovering from the massive uh, operation in January to get my ankle fused. Oh, far due out. To um, arthritis over the years. Oh, that's no in good. rugby league. You get you do your ankles, mate. And yep. I had to I had to get what they call the uh, the fusing of the ankle, which um you know, it's a it's a bit of a game changer. But would I change anything? No way in the world. Awesome. Um, what is your take on the modern game, and how do you see it progressing in the near future? Modern game has certainly changed. That's for sure. Soft, but I think some of the um, the, some of the rules have gone soft. I'm not going to call the game soft. I think the rules have gone soft. Yep, yep, I agree. The solid tags, all motion has always been. If you get anyone in the channel head, it's a minimum six weeks. Minimum. You only do it once. You won't do it again. Yeah. The body on body contact, and we seen a great tackle last week. 
and thank God he didn't go to the judiciary. The, the Ponga saving a throw over the line. Yeah. Body on motion, mate. You try and do that at full pot. And <laughs> Billy Slade did it last, last year. Yep. It's still the hot, well, I think it should be on every highlight reel that we're trying to sell again to, to, to the youth to say, if you want to be like this guy, this is what you have to do. You have to put your body on the line. Yeah, for sure. Um, regardless of all the other stuff, Chicken wings and the, and the and all these other ones with the neck, um, mate. Get that out of the game. That's crap. Yep, exactly. That that's fair enough, and I agree with that tenfold. Um, one last question before trivia. Uh, what what is it or was it like working for Russell Crowe as his bodyguard? Uh, uh, what, what an experience that was. I met Russell in 1999 uh, when I went back to South Sydney. And, yep. Um, it was after I finished rugby league at the age of 36. Ended up playing rugby league again. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. Um, Paul Giamatti. It's such a great movie. Oh, any, Stella any, Liner. Any of your listeners out there, mate, go and get that movie. It's such a... Oh, I've, I've seen movie. it over and over. It's it's a yeah, wonderful but, film. Yeah. And it shows you how... It shows you how good Russell is as an actor. He's um, superb, mate. Like, it's... um He's on one at the moment called The Loudest Voice. Yep. Uh, it's on stand. It's just another level. But the thing about Russell is it proves how good he is. He's, he's a character actor. So he just goes into the character. He thought he was a boxer, mate. The way he was moved... Yep. Um, he lost the weight, put on weight. Um, absolutely unbelievable to watch. Oh, far out. Now I'm just going to um, quickly do the final whistle sound to do the try time trivia. And that's done. All right, so there's six questions. MG got six out of six. Scott Sattler got five out of six, etc. It's just quick fire ones and it ends with an easy question. Question one, what two consecutive seasons were the South Sydney Rabbitohs excluded from the NRL? Excluded. Mm. Uh, 2000, 2001. Yep, correct. Question two. What was the major sponsor for the Manly Sea Eagles in 1995? And what year? 95. 95. It was uh, Pepsi. Yep. Question three. Which club did the Knights defeat in the 2001 NRL Grand Final? 2001 Grand Final? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, what a test. Um, <laughs> 2001. Yep. Man, that's a long time ago, brother. It was. Um, okay, we'll go. Um, well, I got no idea. Um, 99, 2000. I'll say maybe the Broncos. No, nah, mate. It was Parramatta. That's it all was good. Parramatta. Yeah, mate. Uh, question four. Pardon? Yeah, go on number four. Oh, question four. Who was man of the match in the 98 grand final between the Broncos and the Bulldogs? What incredible. Uh, okay, we'll go uh, Kevin Walls. No, nah, mate. Gordon Tallis. Yeah. Uh, question five. <laughs> That's all good. Question five. According to NRL rules, how many players are allowed on the field it, per team? Say it again. Sorry. According to the NRL rules, how many players are allowed on the field per team? Well, so don't. Yep. And last question. Which cl- question? Pardon? Was that one of the questions? Yep. Oh, no, but right over it off. All good. And last question, number six. Which club did the Newcastle Knights defeat in the 1997 Grand Final to win their first Premiership? Well, I shouldn't have to answer this, but it's manly. <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> um, no, sorry. sorry. I want to thank Mark very, very much for joining us here on the Final Tackle Podcast and be sure, everyone, to check out the new Russell Crowe film on Stan. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug on the podcast, mate, whether it's your gym or whatnot? 
Thank you very much for your time and thank you very much for joining us here at the Final Tackle Podcast, mate. Take care. Good luck. Thank you, mate. Bye. So that was the Final Tackle Podcast, Episode 6, interviewing Mark Carroll. Thank you, everyone, who listened and or is listening after it's already been recorded. Thank you very much. This episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of team wear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia.